Yeah, 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 yeah. It's your boy King Jewel, and we are back for another installment of Time Bomb Radio, Season 2, Episode 2. It is Friday, April 29th, 2022, and this is the second episode for the month. I know I'm supposed to give you guys content every week, but um, I've had a few setbacks. I'm going to New York. May 3rd, May 3rd to May 9th, we're going to be shooting the official advertisement, commercial ad for Fast, the Fast app that I am bringing to you guys. Um, So look forward to that. We're developing a few things. I've been working on a lot of music, kind of took me away from the podcast scene. But don't think for a second that my ear isn't to the street and I'm not watching what's going on. I'm not peeping all of these YouTubers. And I didn't come with a fully loaded clip to discuss some topics with y'all today So for today's episode of TBR Season 2, Episode 2 We gonna discuss Entanglements Exposed Yeah, Jada Pinkett been having entanglements y'all But this one is gonna be a real eyebrow raiser This is public information now Um, Daz Dillinger of the Dog Pound Snoop Dogg's group DPG The Dog Pound Came out recently I'd say within the past Five Three to five years On YouTube And he said that Chris Kelly He was the dark skin member Of Criss Cross Was Involved In a sexual relationship With Jada Pinkett Now At this time This is in About 1994 1995 when all of these 90s rappers, crisscross, dog pound, everyone's at the height of their career. And they're only about 14 years old, 14 years old maximum at this at this time, crisscross. Jada Pinkett, she well into her 20s. So what I'm where I'm going with this is to, is to say that Jada Pinkett has always been doing inappropriate things behind the scenes. It's not just this August Alcina, you know, her messing around with Jaden's friends and, you know, that's already enough to be embarrassed about. But it's a little deeper than that. She's an actual pedophile. And that's where I'm going with this is the fact that Jada Pinkett is a pedophile. And we got to hold Jada Pinkett to the same standard that we hold all of these male pedophiles to, like the R. Kelly's or the. Harvey Weinstein's or the Jeremy Epstein's We can't let Sex be a determining factor On how people are punished For their actions Now Chris Kelly of Criss Cross Has since died And it's no surprise that it was by Drug overdose You know um, Rappers from the 90's All the way up until now Their demise Nine times out of ten if it's not gun violence Then it's drugs Overdose Hard drugs You know there's something about this industry That's very very dark You know it's no longer a conspiracy The parents have to Really Have their antennas up And their ears open when I speak About this specific topic Because it's their children Who are digesting the content that these artists and these entertainers and these actors are putting out And these same artists who your children have so much faith and love for and belief in They're either committing suicide 
they're either overdosing on on pills or they're getting shot the fuck up. And that's the that's the issue is that we're seeing how the majority of Hollywood artists and actresses and actors conduct themselves in their personal life. And we don't say anything about it. We we give them every we give them all the confidence to continue the fuckery. Which leads me to this. I don't see how so much time has passed and went by since Daz Dillinger has told us about Jada Pinkett's relations with a 14-year-old boy, Chris Kelly from Crisscross. And we worried about Chris Rock getting smacked by Will Smith. There's bigger fish to fry right now. And it shouldn't just be Will Smith that's going to jail. It should be Jada Pinkett too. People need to be held accountable for their, for their actions. Don't matter how much time goes by. It don't matter if the boy is deceased or the man because he's a grown man now. Don't matter if he's gone or not. You were a grown woman messing with a 14-year-old boy. So that's that topic. That's a whole other issue. That that so that's entanglements exposed right there. Next topic. Clubhouse and why it needs to be shut down immediately. People are taking advantage of the platform and don't really understand its true purpose. Clubhouse was not meant for people to talk over a bunch of other people and argue with a bunch of other people. It was meant for one-on-one conversations to be witnessed by an audience of people who can each raise their hand to take a turn to talk. When that turn is given, they're able to come to the floor and join the collective discussion one by one. It seems people forgot the rules lately though because unless you've been under a rock, then you'd know about this Custer Whack 100. I call them Whack No Hundreds because there's nothing a hundred about this dude. The dude is over 50 years old. Once you even over 40 years old, arguing with other men, with other women, not giving them the space to say their piece, just trying to drown them out with argument and being combative. Like that's it's mad immature. It's super immature. I can't even entertain it. It's a horrible way to have to, you know, scout for current events and just like keep your ear to the street. It used to be like, all right, you watch a YouTube video now it's like we have to watch these clubhouse arguments and it's so corny clubhouse was put in place to to be a platform where individuals could speak one-on-one while an audience listens to that discussion now you can join that discussion but it's still supposed to be one person at a time yet lately it seems like people have forgotten the rules because Wack 100 is on Clubhouse going crazy every day. You would think that he owns Clubhouse as much as he's been on Clubhouse every day. Grown man. I don't see how Game can seriously take this dude seriously as his manager. I don't see how other artists are recruiting and hiring Wack 100 to be their manager. I don't understand how... How he's even able to put fear Into certain individuals Based off of his behavior 
Or has the game really just become that soft? And I mean that figuratively, but I also mean that literally. I, I mean that to the rapper the game and also the entire industry as a whole the game. Like, how do you let a dude like that talk so crazy about legends so confidently while he's sitting right next to you? You know, and then you bring this dude, Whack 100, with you onto Drink Champs in front of Nori, in front of his platform that you know is going to get millions of views. And you just got this super ultra opinionated asshole, you know, having diarrhea of the mouth, just talking crazy. And you just sitting there quiet, accepting it, looking stupid. So I want to know what the fuck does Wack 100 have over Game's head? Why Game has been keeping him around this long? Cause Wack been overstayed his welcome with Black Wall Street and with the game and them over there. And that's why he had backup plans. That's why he started managing Crip rappers like Blueface, completely the opposite of Game. So, because we know that WAC 100 is notorious for extorting celebrities for financial gain, such as boxer Oscar De La Hoya, uh, I believe there was a couple others, but aside from Oscar De La Hoya, you also have the situation allegedly with Nipsey Hussle and him saying that um, he's been... Pretty much in his words protecting Nipsey by having Nipsey allegedly pay him to keep you know all of this on the hush with this whole sex tape with the bodyguard and his wife if that's true which I highly doubt because if it was true out of out of just him having his back against the wall and everybody doubting him he would have released it just off the strength of that alone because then at that point you have nothing else to lose you know your life is on the line for starting a rumor that people are not taking kindly to, that people are very upset about, that you know can cost you your life. The only thing that you can do at that point is release the proof. And of course, as expected from this bozo, there was no proof to present. And these are the type of people who are running our industry. People literally playing with people's lives Playing with people's legacies And we giving them a pass We act like we don't for a day And then we give them a pass Look at Big U He's supposed to be Nipsey's OG Hasn't said a word about This dude Wack 100 Disrespecting Nipsey And other West Coast legends like Tupac You know what I'm saying This this been going on for a minute And, and R.I.P. K. Slay but K Slay was even managed by this clown. And I, I messaged K Slay. We had a one on one discussion back in 2016 when the All Eyes on Me Tupac biopic was released. I keep my ear to the street with everything. So you already know I heard it immediately when this dude, Wack 100, was talking crazy about Tupac and his credibility and just who he is as a human being. And for the people like myself that was raised off of off of legends like Pac, we're not just gonna let shit like that slide. So I messaged K Slay and I asked him, why are you dealing with this clown? Like, why are you and Ray J allowing this dude 
to manage you guys. This big mouth dude who's going to eventually ruin y'all careers and make y'all look crazy. All Slay did was defend him. For whatever reason, I still don't know. I don't know what this whack 100 dude be having over people's heads. But take it from me, because I'm actually speaking with people who he actually managed. And they're just vouching for the dude like he's super official. Even though his actions prove contrary. You know what I'm saying? His actions prove otherwise. And this is why you guys got to rock with me. Y'all got to rock with TBR, Time Bomb Radio. Because this is back in 2016. Me and Gonzo, a West Coast legend from the group Caution, Ice Cube's group. We had a crazy discussion. We spoke for about an hour on the phone just having... He was one of the first... Time Bomb Radio supporters When we were just doing like Instagram lives And things like that Before we had any type of real platform Gonzo was an actual Real person that Actually gave me his number So that we could build And have a, a real discussion about this game About the people in the rap game And what's wrong with the rap game How it can be fixed Cause this dude was a real student of hip hop And if you listen to Gonzo's music Which is actually pretty dope You will realize that this dude Was out rapping with Tupac He got songs with Tupac Got songs with real West Coast legends Real legends in hip hop in general So Gonzo is definitely Somebody to be respected And um, was definitely A valid person to talk to During the midst of all of this Disrespect that was going on With WAC 100 it was very refreshing to speak with somebody who is a pioneer in the rap game like Gonzo who agreed with me 100% because when I went to Slay R.I.P. K. Slay he was doing nothing but vouching for son doing nothing but vouching for this dude you know and I think sometimes we let people's reputations precede themselves and I think that's I, I, I don't think I know that's the case with this dude Wack 100 Cause now we fast forward To 2022 Everybody can see That he's a mark That he's a mark You know what I'm saying So keep your ears tuned To the real current events The people who actually care about The audience When it comes to this genre that we love so much Called hip hop There's a lot of people out there deceiving You know with their platforms A lot of people in cahoots With the people that are cooning And we gotta We gotta really pick ourselves up By the bootstrap And the only way to do that Is to disassociate ourselves With not only these fake entertainers And I, I mean entertainers on every level Rapping, acting, singing All of the fake entertainers We have to disassociate ourselves with them And we have to disassociate ourselves With the news sources who do a lot of the hip hop uh, commentary And a lot of this news commentary Because they're aligning themselves With a greater evil Nine times out of ten And I'm not saying I'm the only good Valid truth, truth source out there There's other truth sources out there But you gotta really search for them And really dig to find them You know. But for those who are already locked in With Time Bomb Radio Definitely stay locked in Definitely spread the word We need all of the love and support Because we need people to really understand 
we are ahead of our time with what we talk about on this platform. And I'm going to drop that Gonzo interview for you guys, by the way. So rest in peace to Gonzo. He was killed, I believe, in 2020, about two years ago now, during the pandemic, right in the start of the pandemic. He was a pioneer, not just in hip hop, but also in the movement for guns down, gloves up. He fought with Bosco 100, another popular YouTuber with over 100,000 subscribers. And their fight was not only successful for them financially, um, but it was a really big look. You know, it was sponsored by Snoop Dogg. And all in all, at the, in the end of the day, him and Bosco ended up becoming really good friends. And we're talking about a, a LA Crip and an LA Blood able to put their differences aside. And squabble one time And you know Get it all out Put it all on the table You know what I'm saying That's what you gotta do sometimes as a man You don't always gotta resort to the gun violence So they set it up They made it happen And both people showed up And showed out like true stand up Men is supposed to do So shout out to Gonzo And rest in peace to Gonzo For just being a stand up dude while he was here on this earth he, he made mistakes And you could tell He wasn't perfect at all But he was doing everything in his power To make things right And from the outside looking in I'm sure his fans see that And for the people who actually had a chance to know him And talk with him and build with him Like myself You know we definitely know that So Yeah enough about WAC 100 you know, I feel like we're going to be discussing him again later because he's always doing something to <laughs> to piss people off to where he becomes a topic of discussion. The disrespect that this man shows for other people is just unreal. It's unreal. And I'm just so surprised that a grown man could really conduct themselves in that manner. So unprofessionally, uh, just for whatever petty reasons he may have. Because clearly there's no proof. You don't got no tape on Nip. And if he had a tape on Nip, drop it. People have been telling him to drop it. You don't got nothing to drop, though. So we're going to leave that where it is. And I think the best way to allow WAC 100 to fade out forever is to stop talking about him. Stop entertaining him. He don't got no talent. He don't manage no real talent. Game can rap. But outside of game, Blueface cannot rap at all. He's trash. He's not managing no real no real superstars. Aside from game. You don't got no talent over there. And he's not talented. All he do is run his mouth. All he's gonna do is get his artists in predicaments that they cannot get themselves out of due to his big ass mouth. So I say that to say this. Let's stop giving whack no hundreds attention. Period. You know what I mean? Unless it's worth it, unless he's disrespecting a, like a legend like Nip or Tupac or Afini Shakur, or if he's not, unless he's doing something like that, you're not gonna hear me talk about that dude at all. So I say that again to say this: stop entertaining this dude's clubhouses. Stop going to his clubhouses. Stop listening to his arguments. Stop. Just stop. Just stop, cause I am. Somebody gotta lead by example. So, next topic. 
Fabio verse 6-9. Should self-proclaimed gangsters beef with rats? 6ix9ine still acting and talking mad tough with his new crew, the same way he was with Treyway. So my whole thing is, what's gonna make this outcome any different? Why do these new niggas feel confident hanging around Takashi 6ix9ine like it won't be the same outcome for their gang as well? And why do these rappers like 42 Doug and Fabio Foreign feel like it's okay to even address a rat like Takashi, even subliminally, when you know that that's what he wants? Already know that he's gonna start an argument so that it make him look tough and make you look like a sucker for even getting involved in the argument. Cause you supposed to be the tough street nigga. So, these so called street rappers or rappers who identify themselves as gangsters really need to think before they get involved in. The arguments that they get involved with on these social media platforms And how it makes them look perception wise And 42 Doug, he, he knows this He knows this That's why he's not trying to box for nothing less than a half a million dollars When you shouldn't even put a price on boxing a rat to begin with Honestly, there shouldn't be a price on it to begin with Because the rat shouldn't even be around to box That part But but you know Everybody just want to laugh and, and hug and play And hee hee ha ha There's no more Real Competition In rap anymore Not just the fact that there's no real competition I mean there is But it's not put at the forefront Of, of mainstream uh, consumerism If you know what I mean um, But the morals of rap are gone We would have never in the 90s or early millennium Even had a dude like 6ix9ine Talking tough with people who are supposed to already be tough Trying to preserve his gangster image During a time when only real gangster rappers Were emerging within the hip hop scene It just couldn't happen So although I'm glad that we've evolved in regards to our craft and the way we express ourselves, you know, we got the boom bap hip, the boom bap hip hop still, which I love. Um, that's my essence, cause I'm a New York rapper. But at the end of the day, I like to switch it up. I got, you know, South Florida influence. You know, I was partly raised in South Florida, and so I have a lot of that in me, and I like to switch my flow up. So I like that we're diverse. But I don't like the fact that everybody just moves with a lack of morals in regards to like how they carry themselves, who were even entertaining. Like if you want someone to stop getting money, don't even entertain them. If people don't want 6ix9ine to get money and people's tired of 6ix9ine after what he did and showing that he didn't learn his lesson, because let's be honest. If Danielle Hernandez, 6ix9ine, learned his lesson, he wouldn't have even come out of jail acting tough because he was never a tough rapper to begin with. He started off doing rock and roll. He was a gothic, a gothic rapper. And then now you're tough after Treyway made you so-called tough. 
you were supposed to have learned your lesson doing your your five days in jail <laughs> but apparently having your life spared and your freedom given back to you wasn't enough because now here you are back on the rap scene acting tough I don't understand it I don't understand why you feel like you even have to prove that you're tough 6ix9ine was recently seen at a gas station dissing somebody I think he was dissing 42 Doug telling him he could come see him in Miami at a Miami gas station a Shell gas station I made sure I said the name just in case uh, anybody spotted him at a Shell gas station down there y'all handle y'all business but <laughs> y'all know what y'all know what I'm saying right now we only receive and consume what we allow these niggas in regards to the rap game can only breathe life and be successful based on us allowing it as a people as a whole as a collective community so stop supporting it that's it and I won't have to report about it cause if y'all stop supporting it it won't go viral which means it won't be a news topic cause I know a lot of y'all smart niggas a lot of y'all niggas that think y'all smart y'all wanna, y'all wanna be like oh well why you talking about it then let's stop feeding into the antics and we can have better content all around the board ASAP Rocky Rihanna's baby daddy facing 20 years for a shooting that occurred almost a year ago after an alleged incident he was recently arrested for this and I'm guessing he was bailed out I would hope by now I mean your baby mama's a billionaire <laughs> she better be able to make bail especially considering the victim or alleged victim was not even struck by any bullets so apparently ASAP Rocky shot but missed the victim and now six months later a half a year later this victim is trying to press charges and apparently to some degree they're sticking because without any real proof how were they even able to put ASAP Rocky into custody how is that even possible leave it in the comment section if you know how a cop is able to put an individual into custody without any real probable cause without any real visual proof how can law enforcement pull that off? I would like to know. Leave that in the comment section. I greatly appreciate it. Next topic. Dwayne Wade's son. Dwayne Wade's transgender son. Apparently dating publicly. His son is not even 18 years old. It's not even a legal adult. Dwayne Wade has been allowing his son to... Not really have any boundaries in regards to the exploration of his sexuality from a very young age. Where now at this point he has his child, his son, publicly wearing dresses, publicly kissing other children who identify with the LGBT community. And I see an issue with that. An issue because even straight children 
who don't identify with the LGBT community have some level of sheltering in regards to the parenting in their household and even if they might be doing certain things behind the scenes it's definitely not displayed publicly much less in front of the parents so shame on Dwayne Wade for real just on his parenting skills as a whole you know he's a real disappointment and a true letdown as a black father because I've just been watching the trajectory of this young man's growth and it's kind of not fair to the young man that even though it seems like he's doing everything upon his own free will does he really know any better being that his parents are condoning the behavior instead of trying to see if he would exhibit different patterns of behavior if he was introduced to a different lifestyle it's truly sad man it's sad that we live in a generation where kids don't even have the option to decide for themselves anymore if if their parents wanted a daughter and they have a son then they'll condone that son acting like a daughter for the simple fact that they wanted a daughter to begin with this leads me to our last topic and that is should people within the lgbt community have children should they be able to raise children and um actually be able to have a family construct outside of their own biological family now i had a discussion with someone in my family who identifies with the lgbt community and um we had a very open mature discussion about it and we both weighed out our opinions and views respectively without flying off the handle getting upset and i think this is how things should be discussed sometimes you have to agree to disagree and that's okay as long as it's done maturely so this certain uh family member went on to you know make his case um in regards to the fact that he feels uh people who identify with the lgbt community should have children um by saying that it doesn't matter if they're biologically conceived or not as long as that child has a loving environment um and loving people parents to raise that child on the contrary though i personally feel that people aren't like domesticated pets or animals that we can just house and feed and provide the basics and think that that is acceptable or um enough to properly develop a child into into a well-rounded adult and what i mean by that is the biological aspect of the mother existing not being dead or or you know see it's not a situation where the father is forcefully placed into having to raise a child on his own or with the help of his partner because of some type of tragedy that happened to the mother we're talking about a surrogate mother who would still be existing and as long as that mother exists and breathes life there's going to be a constant curiosity from that child and from her too about where the mother is and where the child is and the more that that is kept 
from the child for the sake of what you feel might be protecting that child's interests can inevitably turn that child against you and cause a very uncomfortable energy between that child and that father and stepfather within that LGBT household. And so that's my stance on it. I feel like a biological mother, as long as she's alive and able to uh, be a mother, she will, some part of her, um, even if it's not vocally expressed, will want that and will wonder the whereabouts and well-being of her biological offspring. And same for the child. They'll see their friends and understand the dynamic of their household is quite a bit different. And so they'll want to know where is their mother? What happened to their mother? And why is she not in the picture? Nine times out of ten, making them want to go searching for their mother. But I'm not entirely against the idea of gay people raising kids because I feel like adoption is a great way for people within the LGBT community to be parents and raise children and make a difference so that these children are actually going to good homes and getting the proper uh, experience in life that they deserve. As long as they're letting these kids actually be kids and, you know, not explore farther than they're supposed to explore as kids. No kid should be identifying with anything before they're even able to identify with themselves. And with that being said, we just we shouldn't have any parents out here encouraging uh, the behavior of children identifying sexually with anything other than being a boy or a girl child. And that pretty much wraps up the topics for today. We're going to get into the song of the day. Coop music by none other than King Jewel. Check this out. It is available on streaming platforms everywhere May 1st. So be sure to get that. Pre-save it now. Link is in the bio of um, my IG. Or you can just go to timebombrecords.com and pre-save it. Hitting the link right there. So y'all check this out. Let me know what y'all think in the comment section. I appreciate y'all. Here we go. Coop music by King Jewel. Y'all heard it here first on Time Bomb Radio. Boom! Trying to see what it do Drip out on the sea with a few Now tell me what you gon' do When we all alone, just me and you You gon' back up all that shit that you said When I bumped into you and my crew Kidding like I'm tryna make the news My killers make the news These niggas fake for views They really hate the truth I'm still rocking babes and truths I'm still with the apes and ghouls I really will take your boo She said that I make her do What you cannot make her do Scream at the top of her lungs Squeeze at the ups, they run She give me top, I come She say you not the one You will not pop your gun These blocks is not for fun My block got lots of runs My ops know not to front 
my shorty, she wanna come through. Yeah. Baby, come fuck with the crew. I'm tryna see what it do. Yeah, 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 that was cool music by none other than your boy King Jewel At King Jewel Official on Instagram King J-U-L Official Follow Time Bomb Records and Time Bomb Radio That's Time Bomb R-A-D-1 Alright, and then O So it's not I-O, it's the number one O Time Bomb Radio with a number one and uh, yeah, follow the Instagram accounts Make sure you subscribe to the podcast Make sure you follow what we're doing And stay up to date with the latest and greatest When it comes to new releases Brand new content that we will be dropping um, Today's episode was not to offend anybody Who may belong to the LGBT community And identify with that uh, Today's episode was merely based on Real conversation had with People who I have real relationships with And um, you know it was a healthy conversation So today's episode was not meant to offend anybody at all It's just my views and me respectfully uh, you know projecting my views So I hope that everybody's able to respect the freedom of speech and, And the fact that it was all done respectfully at the same time Well, you guys know where to find me at. We'll be right back at you with episode three of season two very soon. We're also going to start doing some YouTube uploads. So look forward to those. We'll get the dopest clips, I guess, of the episodes and chop them up. And we'll do like five, ten and uh, 20 minute max clips uh, for people who, you know, be on YouTube to indulge in and, you know, inform themselves on what's going on around them. So. Until next time, love, peace, and I will see y'all soon. Nigga, we made it. Boom!